Welcome to the Courageous and Confident Christian Mom podcast. I'm your host, Marcy Owen, and I'm your self-love coach, because when you love yourself, you can then be a courageous and confident force in your life. No one is coming to rescue you. Episode number 34. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. Grateful you're here with me today. You know, as your self-love coach, I'm here each week to empower you to take control of your life and to build up the confidence that you deserve. And today we're going to do that by delving into a topic that I think many of us can relate to, but we not, but we might not really realize that it's what we're doing. And that is we're waiting for someone to come rescue us, or we're waiting for something in our life, a circumstance in our life to change, to rescue us, you know, to help us feel better, to get out of that rut. But guess what? No one is coming to rescue you. Nope. Nobody's coming. It's your job to do the rescuing, not your husband's, not your kids, not your friend, not your parents, not, you know, where you live, not like it's your job to rescue you. And if we're waiting around for somebody to do it for us, then nothing's ever going to change. Okay, so. I want to jump in and just share with you. This is why um, I'm doing the episode, this episode on it today is because of the experience that I've had over this almost a year now. And I've been through a challenging journey this past year. Up until this point last year, my confidence was strong. And I felt like I was thriving. And I was accomplishing, you know, the things that I wanted to in my my business. And I felt like things were going great. And then I had some experiences that knocked me, you know, gave me kind of like a gut punch. And I have been trying to get out of a, you know, they put me in a rut and I've been trying really hard. Um, seemed like I was trying hard actually, but can't really say that even though I thought I was trying hard, I was actually, what I've realized just last week was that, um, I, I was, I've been waiting for somebody to rescue me. And I've been waiting for somebody to get me out of the rut that I've been in. And I thought that maybe my coach, you know, would have the magic words for me that would instantly like give me a paradigm shift. You know, my coach or, or somebody and even Heavenly Father. You know, I I was like, I was looking outside of myself for the rescue. 
and um, it, ha- it didn't come, didn't come, didn't come, didn't come. And the, the, the breakthrough came when I was attending, you know, I had, I had uh, our school, my school that I got certified in, we had our mastermind. And um, so there were some talks that kind of uh, sparked some enlightenment for me. And I've been listening to a book that um, by Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Yourself, that also, um, it really, that is what I needed to then have the insights that, oh, you know this, Marcy, you've just forgotten that it's your job. There's nobody out there that can say the magic words for you because maybe people have said things all along and they have, but it hasn't worked because it didn't come from the inside. I remembered um, an experience that I had right out of being certified. So I finished a certification in 2019 and, um, it, it was in September that we finished and that following August of 2020 is when I had this great awareness. Like, again, I was waiting around for somebody to just, you know, give me a star on my forehead and like, you're good enough. You're qualified as you know, a life coach now. Because they would tell us, you can just decide. And I'm like, what? No, I, I can't. And I was journaling and I started asking myself questions. You know, I'm like, how much time or experience do you, do you need to then believe that you're good enough? And, and I said, like, and I wrote, like, do you need, you know, six months, a year, five years, 10 years? What is it? You know, I kind of got a little sassy with myself. Surprise, surprise. And then I started writing out all the qualities and skills that I thought, in my mind, made a good enough coach. And as I wrote them down, my brain's like, well, you do that. Uh, you do that one, you do that one, you like, and I go all through the list. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am doing those things. And I also do some other things that aren't even on my list, you know. And then in that moment, I realized that, again, nobody's coming to crown me good enough. Nobody's coming to give me a star on my forehead and say, all right, there you go, girl. Good to go. It's me that gets to decide. And actually that moment, it was one of those core moments that is like, whoa. And I remember sitting there writing. I can see myself right now. And I was writing, I am done believing that I'm not good enough. And then in caps, I wrote, I choose to believe 
I'm good enough. And it felt so powerful for me to give myself that permission and that rescue. And, but then I have to tell you what came next was I felt a little bit scared. Like my tummy felt a little nauseated and I felt a little bit scared because, well, if I was good enough, then what, what's, what am I going to do next? You know, what's coming? And that's what was scary. And again, I just gave myself permission to feel it and to move through it and just be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go because I have stuff I want to do. I have lives I want to change. I have people that are out there waiting for me. And I want to make a difference in their lives. And so that was one of those core memories that came back to me last week. And I realized, oh, yeah, it looks like we need to have a, a little uh, come to Jesus um, journal writing. And I did. And I wrote and I wrote and I wrote about it. So what this story highlights is a really important lesson. And that is waiting for external validation or rescue can leave us feeling powerless. And, and it puts us in a rut. Our minds might strive to believe that we're confident and capable, which mine certainly did. But my body disagreed. Okay. And so my body disagreed because in this rut, it had got conditioned to feeling less confident and feeling down and less energy and unsure of myself. Okay. And so our bodies can get conditioned to a certain way that, that we're feeling. So our thoughts can produce how we feel, right? And then after a while, if we stay in the routine of thinking those thoughts, then our body's conditioned to feel a certain way. And it actually feels like a drug to our body. It like, cause it gets familiar and it just wants to keep feeling that way. And so then what happens is then our bodies decide how we're going to think. Okay. And that's what was happening to me because I got in that rut and I got in that feeling that way. That's just what became a habit. And so when I would try to think thoughts that previously used to help me when I was fine, I would think the thoughts, but my body's like, "Mm, no, mm -mm." there, there was, they weren't in unison. And so this is really important to understand that when our body is calling, because my body was calling the shots, how I felt. And it was, it was, it was affecting how I 
thought. Okay, and so it's really important to align our thoughts and our body together and realizing when they're not in unison and then what to do about it. What I've done is I went ahead to help me um, get the two aligned together is I started doing that by journaling and writing about it and getting it out. And then so I could look at it. And um, then as I journal, asking yourself questions is very powerful. Okay. And so what I did was it's like, are you ready to come for yourself? That's what I asked myself. Are you ready to come for yourself? And I wrote, yes, I am. And then I just journaled about what is true for me, like where I am uh, in my life with, with what phase I'm in, what's true for me. And then also because of that, it's, it's um, understandable that at times I'm going to feel a little unsure because it's all new. Then I use the power of and. And if you know me, you know I love to do that. And I do it and all in caps. And so I recognized, okay, this is, this is um, normal for me to feel a little bit unsure. And I can trust and believe in myself. And so it's really helpful to acknowledge what we're thinking and feeling. And then we go ahead and think empowering thoughts that work for us. That's what works for me, you know, um, because I've done a lot of work on believing and trusting in myself. And it's a, it's a journey. Don't get me wrong. There's different, you know, we just keep adding layers of on it. But um, that's was the thought that helped me. So what thoughts do you need to help you? Um, even looking at the like, I do have the support that I need. I do. I have my coaches. And I have God. And this is where I want to talk about. Uh, because I mentioned earlier where, um, you know, not, not even Heavenly Father was going to rescue me from this. And why do you think that is? Because is it true that he rescues us um, a lot? That the Savior or Heavenly Father rescues us? Could that be true at times? I, I know that they have me, right? But I also truly believe that there's times when they're not going to rescue us. They'll walk beside us, but it's our job to do the work. It's our job to learn and grow. And if they always just rescued us, we would not. And so for me, what I feel... Uh, as I look back on this past year, is I feel like I don't feel abandoned. I feel like they were there with me, patiently waiting for me to figure it out. I had experiences and there was enlightenment that came with those. And um, that's how we grow and evolve is we've got to do work too. We've got to rescue. Yes, we, you know, we, we've got to rescue ourselves to a certain point. 
and, um, and learn and grow, you know, and then they'll make up the difference. The savior will make up the difference, but don't fool yourself into thinking that, um, we don't have to do our own stuff, do our own work. And so as I getting back to my journaling, as I continued to write and identify what I, the, the team that I have around me and that what I think and feel in my heart is what matters more than anybody else and that I get to decide what's true for me and what's good for me. And then I, I just, I can feel momentum building up inside me, my body, like my energy, my emotions are starting to change. They're elevating. And I wrote, I am Marcy freaking Owen. And I have what it takes. And this is all in caps. And then I just start writing the thoughts that I know that I need to hear. I am good enough. I am worthy and of value. I'm here. I matter. I have value to give and make a difference in this world. Women need, women want and need all that I have to offer. And so I just wrote the things that I know that I need to hear. And that's what you've got to do for yourself is ask yourself, what do I wish someone would say to me, if someone came to rescue me, what am I dying to hear them say to me? Okay, that's what you need to say to you. That's what you need to hear from you. And you start to notice that your, your brain and your body, your thoughts, your, and your body uh, start to align because the energy shifts. And then I finished with writing out some affirmations. I am affirmations as of things that I want to have happen. And I write them as if they are in the present tense. So for review, here's the actionable steps of how to rescue yourself. Number one, we have to be aware. We have to be aware that we're actually waiting okay, for someone or something in our life to change for us to feel better. We have to be aware that we're in a rut. Like really, like I think you're aware, but like really that it's, you have the power to step out of the rut. Okay. And we do that by journaling and reflecting. Okay. So that's the first, that's the second thing, journaling and reflecting, reflecting and taking the time to write about it to at least like you're making an appointment with yourself to be your friend and to be the listener. You know, be that friend that listens to yourself so that you can process and reflect. And it's important to handwrite because then you're getting it out of your brain instead of it just swirling around in there, 
you're going to make room in your brain and you're going to get it out. And then you're going to be able to look at it on paper and that'll give you some distance. It'll create distance from your thoughts. Okay. And you can look at it, you can see it. And a lot of times you're going, oh my word, as you're writing and you're seeing it and you're like, oh my gosh, you see much more clearly. And while you're journaling, ask yourself questions. just like, you know, you would if you were listening to your friend. Challenge the thoughts that you're having. Look for what else could be true. Okay. And when you do this, the third thing is, is you're connecting with your inner self. You're connecting with your body. And we're uncovering who we really are. Sometimes we bury, you know, our true selves under these layers of doubts and expectations. And we, you know, go through experiences that bury it, that bury us. And this process will help you reconnect, realign yourself, okay, Fourth thing is like question the limiting beliefs, challenge any beliefs that tell you otherwise. Like, why do you think you need someone else's validation? You know, where did the beliefs come from and how are they serving you? How is being in this rut serving you? Challenge that, question that. And I want you to just go ahead and be proud of yourself. Be pleased with yourself. If proud doesn't work, then be pleased. But you have gifts and qualities and write them out. Recognize who you are and the strengths and the qualities that you already possess that you're seeking validation for. And then finally, declare your worthiness. Give yourself permission to believe you are good enough. My new uh, thought that I like to think about myself is I am messily imperfect. And that is good enough. I am good enough. I want you to write it down. I want you to write it down in caps, say it out loud and feel what it feels like in your body to embrace that with some conviction. And if you need help with this, again, I want you to reach out to me because a lot of times we're in these thoughts and we don't, we're in this rut that's full of a lot of thoughts and a lot of layers and we can't see it. We can't get out of it. And we need somebody outside of our brain to help us see what's going on so that then we open up to be able to rescue ourselves. Does that make sense? You're still doing the rescuing, but we a lot of times need uh, others. Like I was saying, things were said at the business uh, mastermind that I was at, uh, at the book that I was reading, things that my coaches have said, it, you know, some people outside of me said things that then helped me gain insights from inside for me to know what I needed to do. Okay. So remember, nobody's coming for you. Nobody's coming to rescue you. 
And that's okay. Because you have the power within to rescue yourself. Okay, when you align your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, you'll see how things in the outside world will begin to then fall in line with you. And that has totally happened for me. Things that I wrote down that I wanted to have happen, like it's like I'm manifesting them because I've got my mind and my body aligned. And then they just like happen. It's the coolest thing ever. Take the steps, rescue yourself to become the courageous, confident woman that you are. You're in there. Okay. Thanks for joining me on this episode. And if you found this episode valuable, please share it with your friends who could use a little self-rescue in their lives. All right. Until next time, remember that you are more than enough and you have the strength to shine brightly. Let's do it. Stay courageous and confident. Love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. If you want to take these concepts that you learned on the podcast and you want to learn how to apply them deeper and become more skilled, and become a more courageous and confident you have to talk. Go to my website, www.marcyowen.com and schedule a time to chat with me.